Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shior is Daf Chavav. We will begin indeed on Daf Chavav Amur Alf at the Mishnah, three lines from the top of the page. It says the Mishnah as follows. Hapayas Hashlishi. We're discussing now the third raffle. We mentioned the first raffle, which, which was the raffle of the Tumata Deshen, if I'm not mistaken. The second one was the, the raffle with Mishochet, right? Mizorek. So let's get it clear here. Yes. First one was Tudumat Edition. Then there's... Um, then there's the Tamid. Now, the third one, before they mentioned it, which is the Ketoret, they would have the following announcement. This is the only time they did it, but when it comes to Ketoret, they only allow people who had not done it before. Chadashim, people who are, have never got the privilege of doing the Ketoret, got the chance to do the Ketoret. Nobody else. Now, but the fourth one was Chadashim Im Yeshanim. Uh, new as well as old. Who brings up the limbs from the keves to the mezbeach? Now, that's also talking about the Kuban Tamid. It seems like, in the, we didn't pay attention to it when we were learning it, but when we said before that you're bringing up those different, the, the different uh, limbs, and we had the, the five-way machloket, what the order of the limbs were, that machloket was only to bring the limbs up to the from the from the up onto the kemis, but it doesn't bring it up to the mizbeach. It seems like there was a fourth raffle. Who gets to bring it from the mizbeach all the way up from the kemis from the ramp to the mizbeach, and that was the fourth one. Okay, says the Gemara. Tana we learned in the Brayta. Meolam lo shana adamba. No one ever got a chance to do the ketorah twice in your lifetime. Once you did the ketorah once, you don't you, you do not get the privilege to do it again. So, so think about my time, huh? what's the reason? Why would they not allow anyone to do it again? Because people who do it get rich. So since people get rich when you do it. Therefore, they don't give you a chance to do it more than once. They want more people to get a chance to do it. So her papa told Zabaya, my timer, what's the reason? Hold on one second. My time, what's the reason? <coughs> if we say the reason why someone gets rich when you get the ketoret, you get to do the ketoret, is because Pasuk says, You should put ketoret in, in front of you. Hashem will bless his strength, and therefore we're t- showing you that Hashem will bless ra- those who do ketoret, 
יאכי עולה נמי, הכתיב וחליל המזבחיך. The Pasuk says, right, right, right about the, it says, Vichalil Azbechecha, when you have a Korban Olav which gets Kalil completely burnt on the Mizbech, you also get rich. The Korban Olav happens all the time, which means you can have Olav more than once a day. And Ketorah uh, could only happen once a day. And therefore, it's it's logical that the Torah is not telling you that everyone's going to get rich. So therefore, it should be the one that's less frequent. If we're telling you to get rich, Hashem is going to bless you, it must be a blessing come to Ketoret. Amar Lo In general, when you find rabbis who are able to give halachic answers, they're from Shevet Levi. Or Meshavit Yisachar. Levi, Dichtiv, Yoru Mishpatech Liyakov. It says, they will teach your Mishpatim Liyakov about Levi. And Yisachar, Dichtiv, Umbunay Yisachar Yod Ebina. From the children of Yisachar, those who have, who know wisdom, the Aitim of the times, Ladat Maya Asayisla, to know what Yisrael should do. So we see that Yisachar also was blessed with the blessing to have. Uh, children who were able to forsake halacha. Ve'ema Yehuda nami. Maybe we should also mention Yehuda also. Shevet Yehuda. Tachtiv Yehuda mechokikre. Yehuda are the ones who are selling the chokks. Says the Gemara. Asuke shmat aliba dehilchet hakamina. We're talking about people who could figure out the halacha aliba dehilchata. Not just giving laws, but able to finish aliba dehilchata. And that's only Levi Nisachar. Of course, this only means this doesn't mean that there's nobody who could come from the other Shivatim, according to Ben Yishchai. It just means that the majority comes from these uh, these Shivatim. According to the Halakha. In other words, instead of just there's learning that learning the Gemaras. And learning the sugya, and then be able to come out with how to posek. Amar Yohanan, and if I seen al tamid shel ben harbaim, you can't make a, a pious, you can't make a rap, a lottery on the tamid of the afternoon. Ela kohen shezachah ba b'shachrit, zocheh ba arbit. According to Rabbi Yochanan, he's saying an interesting thing. We know that the korban tamid was morning and afternoon. Binyamin, okay. Now, is there a lottery again for the same round in the afternoon? Or no? So Rabbi Yochanan's claiming that whichever Kohen won bringing up the Rosh and the Padet in the morning, Rosh and the Ragil, he's doing it, he sticks around, does it in the afternoon as well. And therefore, whenever you win the lottery, you're really winning a double lottery because you get two privileges, Korban Boken and Ben Harbaim. The Gemara is going to give now a series of challenges to this assertion of Rabbi Yochanan. Says the Gemara on TV. We have a question from a Brayta. How could Rabbi Yochanan the Amora have said that we have the same Kohen in the morning and afternoon for each job? It says, Straight up, the same way we used to make a raffle in the morning, make a raffle in the afternoon. 
Can't get more straight than that, it seems. Seems like Rabbi Yochanan is out the window. How could Rabbi Yochanan Amorah say something against the Braita? Answer the Gemara for Rabbi Yochanan. Kitanya That Braita that you're referring to? You think it's talking about the Kuban Tamid? No, it's talking about the Ketoret. We have a raffle for the Ketoret in the morning. We have a raffle for the Ketoret in the afternoon. Because by the Ketoret it says, Mahasito Baboker, Mahasito Baerif. And therefore, that's what we're referring to when we said there's a second raffle. When it comes to the Kurban, one raffle and Zehu. One raffle in the morning and the same guy wins the after, gets the afternoon. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay, that's good for that brighter. I have another brighter that seems to go against you. What's this brighter? Vatanya, we learned in the brighter. Kishem Shemayisim lo shachrit, kach vayisim lo arbit. Now this this is almost the same as the previous one, but it added the word lo. Now the word lo is lashon zachar lo as opposed to la. Okay, if it's referring to korban, lo is correct. If you're referring to ketoret, ketoret is feminine, and therefore it should be Lashon Nekeva, should be La. So law has got to be the Korban, and don't answer me that it's talking about the Ketoret this time, because it says law. Answers the Gemara, no. Ema La. There's a mistake in your, uh, in your Brighter. The way, the way they translated it probably was, the, 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 in transmission it switched from law to law, it should have been law, and therefore it's really ketonet. So it's going to have Tanya, I got a third bright time. This bright time, you're not going to be able to get away with that. What does this bright time say? Keshem shemifaisin lo shachrit. Just like they used to have a, 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 a pious, a raffle for it in the morning. Kachem faisin lo arbit. So too they would have a raffle for it in the evening. Just like they would have a raffle for her, for the ketoret, so the ketoret. So you, here, this one has a law and a la. So don't tell me that it's all talking about ketoret, because the la is ketoret and the law is a korban. Are you with me, Ivan? Yeah. Good. Like we said last time, there were mishmarot of Kohanim in the Bet Mikdash, which means that every week they would they would rotate groups of Kohanim coming in. The, the rotation would switch on Shabbat afternoon, and therefore, the Kohanim who did the won the raffle in the morning of Shachrit of Shabbat are not there in the afternoon of Shabbat. It's not their job anymore, and that's why on Shabbat we'll have a double raffle. But during the week, whoever won the morning would have the afternoon. And therefore, this Braita, which mentions both law and la, I'll explain to you that that's referring to Shabbat only. And therefore, yes, on Shabbat, there's a double raffle. But during the week, Rabbi Yochanan was right that there's only a single raffle. Good? Does that mean they left on Shabbat? Well, they don't leave on Shabbat, but it's not, no longer their, their turn. Yes, they both have to be on Shabbat. We mentioned that earlier. Right, right. We mentioned that they both have to be there on Shabbat, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's groups of Kohanim, Mishmanot of Kohanim, which different families which come take over. The, 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 every, 
every family gets two weeks a year. One week in the beginning, in the first six months, one week in the last six months. Now, the, the switching over time, Ivan, is on Shabbat afternoon. So therefore, the, the, the Kohen who wins the lottery on Shabbat in the morning is not able to be, do the second afternoon because it's no longer his shift. And that's why on Shabbat there's a double raffle. But really, Rabbi Yochanan's statement that there's a raffle in the morning, the guy who wins the raffle in the morning gets the zechut for the afternoon is correct for six days a week. When it comes to the seventh day on Shabbat, being that it's a different mishmar, that's why we have a second raffle. That, that'll explain the bright that has law and lot together in it. That's referring to Shabbat. Is that clear? Okay. So says the Gemara. Just a second. Yes. I'm in the middle of the daf. Oh, sorry. Okay. We don't know. Okay. Amar Rav Shmuel. Oh, we did that right. Okay, fine. Now the Gemara is asking a question. We had thought that there might have been an extra raffle in the afternoon, correct? And we just said, no, no, there's no extra raffle, only on Shabbat. According to what we thought before, that there's two, there should be too many raffles, because we said there's only four raffles, right? Uh, but now, if you're saying there's another raffle in the afternoon for the for the Korban Tamid a second time, why don't we say that there's five raffles? Why are we saying four? Right? Obviously, if you thought that there was a raffle, why didn't we just answer and say there can't be more raffles? Answer about mighty kulu mitzafra atu. Which means the Gemara didn't think that there was going to be another raffle in the afternoon, really. The Gemara thought that maybe in the morning when they do raffle one, or, or raffle number two, actually, for the, for, the, for the Korban Tamid, they would pick two winners. You understand? There's really one raffle with two winners. Uh-huh. And therefore, we thought we were justified in saying that there's four raffles because there's only four times they're standing together to do it. But, of course, there's going to be two winners. One wins the morning, one wins the afternoon. That's what we thought until we answered that oh, no, the same winner is doing both. Ivan, you with us or no? Yes. yes. Excellent. Let's continue. The Mishnah says, The old one is new and old people. The fourth one is new and old people to bring the lamps up. Now, Our mission doesn't fit like Rebbe Yaakov because our mission says that there's different Kohen. One Kohen bring it halfway up and the second Kohen is bringing it from halfway up all the way up. But we learn Yaakov said, Omer, According to Rabbi Yezim and Yaakov, the same person who brings it up to the ramp has to bring it onto the Mizbech also. So our mission, which says that there's a fourth raffle, and the fourth raffle is who brings it from the ramp to the Mizbech, has to go against him, because according to Rabbi Yezim and Yaakov, it has to be the same person. But my Kemafligi, what's the argument between the two of them? 
Mor Savar, our Mishnah says, which says that we split it. One goes halfway, the other way he goes to Mizbeach. He holds Berov Am Hadrat Melech, which means that the king is glorified, Hashem is glorified when more people praise him. For example, if you have a king and there's three people saying, wow, he's a great king, it's wonderful. If you have a king and there's three million people saying, he's great, it's more glory for the king that millions of people are saying how great he is. Similarly, we'd rather have more people doing the Avodah than less, and therefore we'd rather split it in half and have one person's job to bring it to the Kevis and the other person bring it to the Mizbech. That's according to Tanah Mishnah. Umor Savar and the Bezim Yaakov holds, no. Makom Shekhinah lav Orach Ara. In the place of the Shekhinah, it's not proper that a guy goes up and does half a job. You do the whole job. It looks like if you do half a job, it looks like, ah, oh, it's too much of a burden. You're only doing half. You have to show that you want to finish the job. And therefore, whoever gets one of the jobs must finish it. That's the Bezim Yaakov's opinion of why they would do only, they would not, the same person would do both. Sorry. So there was no pious at all? The, according, well, you're saying, according to him, there was no fourth pious? Mm. Is that what you're saying? Well, let's, let's see this out. Amar Ava, the Gemara is going to point out that thing. Amar Ava, Lord Bezbekov, eat the Dribuda. If you remember, it was Machloket whether Rabbi Yehuda was right or not. Rabbi Yehuda was claiming, Ivan, that besides for the Ketoret, right, which was, uh, which was number three, there was another raffle who gets to bring in the coals. Do you remember this? Yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was, we said yeah, yeah. that whoever is Machloka, do, do we, does the guy who wins the raffle for the Ketoret tell his friend to come bring the coals in, whoever he wants? Right, right. Or there's another raffle for it. Right. Okay? So we're saying now that Reb Lezman Yaakov, who over here is saying that there's no fourth raffle for, the, for bringing the limbs up to Mizbeach, he does not hold Rabbi Yudah. And therefore, he will hold that there is a raffle for the coals, and therefore, he'll end up with four. Uh-huh. And Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that you just bring your friend, will hold that there is a raffle here, not like it was with Yaakov. And therefore, both of them will come out that there's four, that there's four raffles. Machloket is what the raffles are. But both agree that there's four raffles. Is that clear? Okay. If you ever find a brighter where they tell you that there's five raffles, that's a rabbi who doesn't go to the because he holds that Rizmikov holds that the that the same person goes all the way up. And he doesn't agree with that because he holds there's a raffle there. And he doesn't agree with the Rida because he holds there's a raffle on the Ketorah too, and that's why he ends up with five. Good. New Mishnah. Is that clear, Ivan? I don't know, it can be five raffles. No, there, he, we, don't, we never saw a Tana who said that there was five raffles. Right. But the, the Gemara is accepting that there could be a possibility there's a bright day out there that we don't know which actually says that there's five raffles. And if you come upon a brighter like that, it was written by a Tana who doesn't hold of n- neither of them. And therefore he yells that there were five. 
And all, uh, one, one thing I can tell you, if you find a Tana like that, it ain't going to be written by a Tana like Hillel or Shammai, who actually lived in the time of the Beit HaMikdash. Because all the Tanaim who are arguing are Tanaim who, who uh, post-date the Beit HaMikdash. Like, you know, you see Elizabeth and Yaakov and Rabbi Yudah, these are Tanaim who did not live in the Beit HaMikdash. Because if you live in the Beit HaMikdash, you just walk in and see how many raffles there are. Right? Again, these are all raffles, that, these are all Mishnayot that are post-Beit HaMikdash Mishnayot. Okay. It's amazing how, you know, once the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, 100 years later, and we don't really know how many raffles there were. We don't really, we don't, we're, we're, we're figuring out, we're piecing it together, how many raffles, what they used to do, where, where the places were. We, we don't know everything. The Tanaim and the Mishnah don't know everything about what was 100 years before about the Beit HaMikdash. You know, we, we had yesterday, we had the case where they're figuring out the architecture of the Lishkat HaGazit, how many doors there are from Brightot, Right, we, we, we don't know. Once the Beit is destroyed, it's not here anymore. We can't look, look at it, so we don't. We don't know anymore. Okay. Rabbi Chanan is going to go on him. He was actually in the Beit Hamikdash. We didn't ask him questions. They could have asked him if he was alive. He probably wasn't alive anymore. Baruch Atah Adonai Hemecholam Shakonim Okay. Like you saw in the first Mishnah, just interesting, you saw in the first Mishnah that one of the rabbis quoted the Mishnah says, I was there, and they read Daniel. Right. Whatever it was. That was an older rabbi who was there at the time of writing the Mishnah. He says, I was there, and I saw this. But, but barring that, we didn't know a lot of things. Okay. Tamid karab b'tish'ah. The Tamid is offered with the following amount of Kwanim. The amount of, of, of Kohanim needed for the Korban Tamid is either 10, 11, or 12. Never more or never less. 9, 10, 11, or 12. Ketzer, how does it work? B'tish'ah, normal. B'chag, on the morning of Sukkot, you need one with a flask of water for the Nisuch HaMayim. That's nine for the for the korban, plus one is ten. The, on a regular day, ben in the afternoon, it goes up more, and then it's eleven. Hi, hello. Yes. Baruch Hashem, how are you? I'm, I'm in the middle of class. Can I call you back? When do you want me to call you? What, 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 could you call me in 25 minutes? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay, thank you, bye. Israel, okay, yeah? Um, so in the afternoon, there's 11, why? Who wants more batisha? The actual korban is 9, Right? Vishnaim, there's two fellows, in their hands, they have two blocks of wood for the Mizbeach. Because in the afternoon, besides the Quran Tamid, they have to bring on the Mizbeach two blocks of wood for the Maracha, for the, for the, for the fire. Bishabbat, Bachadasar. Shabbat, they have also eleven. Who wants to There's nine. 
שניים, and there's two כהנים, בידם שני מעשרת נבונה של לחמנים, because they have to bring with the קורבן תמיד, they have to bring the two spoons of לבונה that came from the שולחן with the לחם הפנים, which has to be all for the מזבח, so therefore it comes out that there's 11 every Shabbat morning. Okay? So again, let's see. Sukkot morning, there's 10. A regular afternoon, there's, uh, there's 11, because there's one with each, with a block of wood. Shabbat mornings, there's 11. Okay? Shabbat afternoons, 11. When is 9? 9 is a regular day, regular morning. Wednesday morning, 9. Wednesday morning, Sukkot, 10. Wednesday afternoon, regular Wednesday afternoon in the world, 11. Shabbat morning, 11, because 2 for the Lechem Apanim. Okay, for the Bazichin of Levona. Shabbat afternoon, also 11, because every afternoon is 11, because you got the two uh, two items. Uba Shabbat, Shabbat, if you have Shabbat on the holiday, 12. Why? Because one guy has to have the water. So the morning you have the two Levonas, Shabbat morning you have the two Levonas, plus in the Sukkot, you need the water as well. That comes up to 12, that's the highest you'll ever have. Okay. So this is Gemara. Ivan, you got the Hashbon, you with us? Yeah, yeah. We only do water in the Tamid in the morning. Mimai. It says that on Shabbat of the holiday, there's a, a slochit of water. There's 12. It sounds like for our Mishnah that the only time you ever have 12 is a morning of Sukkot. Now, if it's true that they didn't eat Sukkot in the afternoon on Sukkot, so then think about it. In the afternoon of Sukkot, you would have nine for the regular korban, two for the woods of the afternoon, plus one for water, that's 12. So why do we say there's only, only Shabbat, even not on Shabbat, every afternoon of Sukkot should be 12. Obviously, there's no Nisuchamayim in afternoons. It's funny. We're figuring out from out, this idea of whether there's Nisuchamayim in the afternoons is an unknown to, to the Gemara. I guess that means that there is no Mishnah and Shas which tells you whether you do Nisuch HaMayim on Sukkot in the afternoon or not. There's no Mishnah that says yes or no. But we're, we're piecing it together from our Mishnah, which is discussing the number of Kohanim involved, we're piecing together that there must not have been anything in the afternoon. It's amazing what we know, what we don't know. Okay? So that was Rabbi Abba. Amr Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says, Af anan we can see from the Mishnah. It says, So Rav Ashi wants to bring a proof that they don't do in the afternoon. He says, there's a Mishnah that says that they used to tell the Kohen Gadol to pick up his hands when he pours the water. Now this is interesting. The, the Tzidukim were a secret sect of people who didn't believe in Torah Shabbat Peh. Okay? Now, this whole thing of Nisuch HaMayim is not written anywhere in the Torah. It's Halakha Moshe Okay? Sidukim don't believe in Halakha Moshe Okay? 
And therefore, anything that's not written in the Torah, they poo-pooed. And if they would ever get a secret Tzaduki Kohen, one time there was one, and instead of pouring it into the Shittim, where it goes down into the bottom of the Mizbeach, into the, into the caverns underneath the Beit HaMikdash, this guy poured it on his feet. He's on top. He's 13 feet high. No one could see what he's doing. He poured it on his feet. So he went like this and he poured it on his feet. He had his hands down. Instead, of, it looked like it was going in. It was going on the feet of the Kohen Gadol. They didn't realize it. And when they saw him doing it, it says that they threw the etrogim at him. And they pelt away etrogim and stones. It wasn't, they weren't so, you know, yeah, they weren't so nice to, to, to somebody who was destroying the thing. They took it very, very, you know, very, very, very seriously. Obviously, the guy's messing around with something that's Alakhala Moshe Misinai. And here's, we have this Kohen Gadol, we put him up there, and he's a closet uh, Siduki, right? So the, the, they used to tell him, raise your hands and let us see where you're pouring it, right? That was, that was, this is a, that's a Mishnah. Now, you, your point, the point of the reason raise your hands is because you see, if they're throwing the etrogim at him, must be that it's the morning. Because when do you have you eleven etrog with you? In the morning. Or was the first day of Sukkot? Every day of Sukkot they have the Beit Hamikdash. Every day. No, but that must have been the first day of Sukkot. I don't know what day they they, they caught him. Maybe he did it the other days. I don't know when they caught him. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, that's another another proof that uh, that that it was it was a morning thing. It could be that's why we're so happy by Nisuch One of the reasons why we're so happy by Nisuch is because when you have something that's Halachal and Moshe Sinai, it's it's uh, it's like a secret, you know. It's something that's just us, and we were able to pour it in. We're able to fill what Hashem told us in a secret thing. Not everything that's straight out of the Torah that everyone points out. But here, this is just between us and Hashem, and that's why there could be maybe that's one of the reasons why there's such simcha in the Beit Hamikdash when they actually did the nisuch They had simchat bet hashoeva, simcha of the of the drawing of the water for the nisuch Okay, Tanya. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai Omer. Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai says, How do we know that you need two Kohanim to carry up the two blocks of wood, not one Kohen? Shem Arden says in the biblical verse, And they will arrange the wood. This pasuk is on the side, if you have it in, in your newer Gemara. Torah says, this pasuk is in it's uh, in the beginning of Vayikra. It says that you that you have a fire on the mizbeach and you arrange the wood on the fire. So the word ve'archu means that you need two koanim. Archu it would it would say ve'alach. If one coin supposed to it would say ve'alach singular. It says archu yani two koanim are doing it. If it's not referring to the Tamir of the morning, we already know that the Kohen has to put the one in the morning, right? So therefore, Tinu in the Tamir Shabbat, we must be talking about Ben Abayim, and that's how we know that this two Gizire team has to be two Kohanim. Maybe they're both talking about Tamir Shabbat. And we're telling you that the Kohen will do it and do it again. Which means maybe you're supposed to do two in the morning. Who told you that one's talking about the morning, one's talking about the afternoon? Maybe you should do the two blocks of wood double in the morning. 
You say you light, you light. Why does it have to say that you... Be'er means light. The Pasuk says later on, in Sav, Be'er means you light it. Right? The fact that it switches it from Be'er to Va'arach and you arrange, from lighting it to arranging, is telling you it's not going to be exactly the same. One's morning, one's afternoon. In fact, he switched some phrases. Meaning, if it would have said, maybe it's really talking to the morning, and we had to say, switch from Be'er to tell you that two people have to do it, because Be'er is singular, right? Archu is plural. Maybe we need to do Archu in order to show you that two people have to do it. How do you know it's coming to teach you afternoon? We, we were assuming that the switch of phrase from Arach, Archu, to Be'er was to show you that it should be in the afternoon. Perhaps it's something to show you the amount of people doing it. That it has to be two because Archu is plural. It could have said Be'aru. Be'aru is plural in lighting. Why do you switch? Inami va'arach barchu, or could have said va'arach first and archu second. My be'er, why did it switch phrase? That's what we said. And one's morning, one's afternoon. Okay, there's a way to do. There's a way to do the same phrase, singular and plural, in both be'er, be'er ubaru, or va'arach barchu. Why do we switch? That's to teach you to go to the afternoon. Okay. No, both. You need two guys barchu. But, but we had to switch from Be'er to Archu. Right. Good. Tani Rebchia. Pais Pamim Shlosha Asar. Pamim Arba Asar, Pamim Hamisha Asar. Sometimes, instead of having, sometimes in the second Pais, they would have 13 Kohanim, sometimes 14, sometimes 15, sometimes 16. Pamim Shlosha Asar. Right? Now that fits very well with our Mishnah that sometimes you have to add just like there was 9, 10, 10, 9, 10 11, 12 so too it's 13 14, 15, and 16 Hold on Because you have the you have the extra four koanim, right? Because we, we we said there's nine plus a possible ten, eleven, twelve, three more to twelve. Besides that, there's another four that we counted already from before. The guy who's who's slaughtering, throwing the blood, and zidikatadam and turmata deshin, and the guy who who cleaned the menorah, right? Clean the ashes from the from the mizbech. That's four extra. Four plus twelve plus twelve is sixteen. So the maximum is sixteen. Asking about time in but then there wasn't a right that said seventeen. 
That's not like a Zikov, that goes like Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore, that's why it's telling you 17. Okay. So the, this bright over here, Rebchia has only 16 because he understands that there's a special Kohen who carries, he doesn't have an extra Kohen to carry it up the Mizbeach. Right? Because he says the same guy carries it all the way up, like everything I off. This one that says 17 is going that there's an extra Kohen to carry them all up. And therefore, you end up with 17. Okay, we're going to stop here at the Mishnah. We'll start again tonight uh, at 6 o'clock if anyone can make it on Zoom or whatnot. If you're, you're in uh, Philly, you're on... Oh. Okay, inshallah, tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, you'll catch it on the Zoom afterwards. Okay, Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen, Amen.